Welcome lovelies, it's Ro here, back with another episode of the Seeking Beauty podcast, a podcast where we pay extraordinary attention to ordinary moments, and in season one, we're talking a lot about community. And today, we will specifically be talking about women's circles, girls' nights, goddess parties, however you want to call it. Um, But before I get to that, I wanted to start today's episode off with with a little segment inspired by the Small Wonder segment and the podcast Wonderful, which I highly recommend for just wholesome, good-feeling content. But my segment will be called Small Beauties, and it will mostly be about like small things that you can either do around your house or in your mindset or maybe something beautiful that I have noticed in the week that can kind of just change up your energy even just a little bit. And today's small beauty I wanted to bring was lighting, specifically for me like string lights, but lighting in general really changes up how like a place or room feels. I personally really hate overhead lighting. I don't know why, but I know a lot of people that agree with me, so I don't think I am alone in that sensitivity, but ever since I was little, I've always had like string lights up, at least in my bedroom, and I think they just make for perfect, like at least reading lights before night, before bedtime, um, even as opposed to like a, a night lamp on your like nightstand, and yeah. So string lights, put them up in your house. I have probably like three rooms with string lights in my house now, but I just love like the vibe that they bring to the room and um, they're really like soft on the eyes, especially if you get the little yellow ones. But anyway, on to today's topic. Today, as I said, I wanted to talk about women's circles, what they are, some history about them why they're important, and how to potentially host one, or what to bring to one if you are invited to one. So in short, a women's circle is the gathering of women for women. That is it in your simplest definition. So if you identify as female, you have probably had a women's circle just by having a girls night with your friends or brunch or coffee together. They can also go under the name goddess circle, uh, moon lodges, and the red tent, which I will explain the reasoning behind those names here in a second, but they are all ages, women in every phase of life, and because of the similarities with the lunar cycle and the female cycles, a lot of like the circles will happen or gravitate on the full or new moon. So the evidence of women gathering for themselves can be seen in many aspects of history. The first two I will talk about are related heavily to the women's cycle. So we'll touch on those, um, but I actually want to do a whole episode on the history of like menstruation and community. So I will just touch on these a little bit and probably go into further detail on that episode. But first, the moon lodges, they're connected largely to a woman's first cycle or cycles throughout life still, but the first merely being the most like 
sacred transition into womanhood, the beginning of a woman's ability to be a portal to life. In the past, when a woman had her first moon time, her like aunts and grandmothers and mom would take her to a small lodge where she would be close to the natural wood, natural world, um, reminding her like of her own significant journey within nature. Um, so she is now able to give life. She would be given the teachings about her new a chapter of her life from her mother or grandmother. She would be taught about her role as a woman in the community. And I have to say, I actually kind of still wish there, this was the norm when I got my first cycle, because instead of embracing it, I felt so much shame around it. Um, I think I couldn't even say the word period, like to my mom to let her know that I just needed feminine products at the store. But I think it would have been approached in a way that like felt way more welcoming and way more important and I would have possibly been like excited to enter that phase of my life but instead I was just very reserved and I thought like I don't know I, I was just so shameful like oh crap now this has happened like this is what is going on with my life forever that's just wild but even now if I just got to go to the cabin for a few days with girlfriends and just lay around and read and make some soup and go on a nice walk like that sounds really good a really good like cycle routine um so maybe we can bring this back but anyway women on their cycle is also kind of what the red tent refers to women had a tent in town that they would go to I guess I don't know if it was in town, actually. A tent somewhere that they would go to and be together during their cycles, and I believe in some cases like childbirth as well. Many cultures, including Native Americans, Chinese, and Africans, had lodges or places set up specifically for the women's moon time. It's said that at one time in humanity's history, almost all the women within the community would bleed at the same time often in time with the moon phase. Ovulation would be on the full moon and menstruation would be on the new moon. Um, the dark time. I don't know how much of the red tent was like forced. Like if the men of the community just didn't want to deal with something that they didn't know anything about. Um, but whenever I do my full episode about that, I will do a little bit more extensive research on that. But I think it's really interesting that women used to come together, I guess forced or not, for more community with each other during their cycles. And now we lean more into isolation during our cycles. And potentially, that's what they wanted as well. But we cancel all of our plans. We take a bath. We just want to be by ourselves, I guess, even if we don't cancel plans. This is kind of like what you want to be happening when you are doing those plans. Um, so, yeah, it's just interesting to note that, like, in the past, it was so common for women to be around each other, and now that's way less common. So that's just the briefing on the women's circle uh, as related to women's cycles, there are also um, women's circle like moon rituals where, for example, it was said to have that 
like women would come together on the full moon and ask for healing or guidance from grandmother moon and it can kind of be as simple as that just the gathering of women around the time of the full moon or it can have dancing and songs around the fire like i feel like historic paintings really depicted that imagery a lot some things that they did activity based were that each woman could contribute water into like a collective jar and have it be blessed by the moon during their time together and then split it up and take it on their way and it would be called moon water and they would use it as medicine for the following months or to water your plants with or drink it just like kind of really depended on what you wanted to do with that but yeah women would just sit around and surrounded by each other surrounded by grandmother moon and ask her to replenish their bodies with new energy for the month ahead and i just absolutely love this i love anything related to the moon and moon rituals sound really fun i typically do at least a intensive journal page for the full moon sometimes i pull oracle cards and stuff like that i feel like i always at least have my own personal moon ritual but it would be so energetically empowering to do that with other women so maybe maybe one of the next goddess nights i host it'll fall on the new moon on the full moon or new moon and i can figure something out like that so speaking of that what can we do for modern day women's circles like i said before we could focus on the moon a lot um i feel like moon circles are still kind of a thing and i also think it's really interesting i i think it'd be really interesting to have a cycle based women's circle like maybe obviously not every month but at some point it would be really empowering to have a gathering of women solely like solely talking about like cyclical health and uh, menstruation health and kind of taking away that shame because it happens to all of us and I think that would just be really interesting to openly discuss uh like on purpose with women other women who are comfortable with that but i recently have hosted my very first women's circle and my second the first one there was two vastly different experiences and i think it just goes to show that like a women's circle can be whatever you want it to be whatever the women in your community are gravitated to or whatever you're gravitated to um so the first experience was way more low-key um i had it in march so i feel like people hadn't like gotten out of their winter blues yet um and it was ended up just being four of us and i think before um i hosted it i kept thinking like more people equated to like a funner night and once it got to it i just had to like release those expectations and realize that only having four people actually made it a really intimate experience and 
It was. We um, played a game, a card game called We Aren't Really Strangers, and I really liked that game. I got suggested. I, I mean, there were a few questions that we skipped over, but for the most part, I really liked the vibe of that game and just like having kind of a prompt to get deeper with the women in front of you and where there was only four of us, we could all really get pretty detailed and deeper with our questions. And I, it just made us all feel really comfortable, I think. So that was just really unique. Had a ton of flowers. We had like just charcuterie boards. Someone made a really good focaccia bread from scratch that I still really want to make. But yeah, it was just like a really fun night with those four women. And then the second one that I hosted, which just happened recently, I believe a total of like nine or 10 women ended up showing up. And so it was a completely different vibe from that. I didn't end up pulling out any card games. The conversation in the room just never ceased to flow. So I didn't feel like I had to interject with any prompts or a game like that. And I got told by at least half of the members that came that it had been like a long time since they just hung out with girls on purpose for a girl, a girl's night or anything. Yeah, I just felt like that went to show that people need that space. And I was really happy to be able to provide that. And I think if you're someone who doesn't exactly have a space to host, you could maybe find a friend that does have a really nice space to host and ask them about hosting and see if like helping with cleanup or setup or whatever they would kind of want help with. Um, Maybe even they're fine with hosting, but don't want to invite people. Some people just hate initiation. um, And I totally understand that, but I will invite anyone to anything any day. So yeah, you can kind of just split up the tasks that are needed to happen, getting flowers, getting whatever things that you feel like would make this space really cute. I just think that's really fun. It's definitely not necessary. You don't have to do that, but I think it just adds to the element of beauty and the beauty that like women contribute. They like to be with each other when they contribute that and I mean you say goddess party fairy party anything like that I had people showing up in fairy wings and beautiful outfits like everyone was beautiful but it was just a different array of of everybody and what they wanted to come as and that was awesome and then in the same breath there was a group of us I am not someone who specifically likes to go out and party um, at bars specifically and a lot of my friends do a lot of my friends don't so there became a point in the night where a group like half of the ladies that came were like about to go out for the night and then the other half of us were like winding down to go home (laughs) and I think that was also a really beautiful moment because 
it just sort of sort of showed me that like by creating this space it allowed both of those energies to coexist for a little bit and I think there can be so much separation with more outgoing people and more introverted people and that's why it's so hard to find like-minded people but when you host a space where both of those parties can coexist for a little bit of time it just really opens the doorway to connection with people you might not normally connect with outside of that so yeah it ended up being a lot of fun and I would say about half of those women I didn't know coming into the night they were friends of other people I had invited so when you go to invite people make sure you tell them to bring someone or multiple people that would also like that because yeah that'll kind of like grow your own friend group and yeah I think if you were to have moved to a new city and you really don't know that many people I would probably get on something like Bumble BFF and just let them know what you want to do I really hate doing small talk on to strangers on line in that way but I will be like hey I have a book club hey I'm hosting this thing and if they seem interested, I'll, I'll let them know the details. Um, so I would do something like that. Yeah. So that is kind of my episode on women's circles and girls nights. And, um, I've just had a lot of fun. Like I hosting this past one really like solidified for me that this is something I'm really glad I decided to do and intentions that I had been kind of setting up throughout the whole winter um, finally come to fruition and are happening and um, people are, are getting on board. So it's out there. The people want it. If you want to be a host, like I, you know, host a goddess party and the goddesses will come. Yeah, I... I just feel really good about this past weekend and um, looking into this. And thank you all so much, by the way, for the love on the very first episode. I did not know what to expect, but it opened up so many like beautiful conversations with friends and uh, strangers. And I'm just so glad that I was able to start. And now we're in the role of things. And I hope you enjoy this. And... Um, I hope you have a really amazing day and I will talk to you next week.